Um, and I'm like trying to like find a way to like kind of sneak away. But it's like really hard. And then like there's this other side of you like like is she okay? Right, like right. Um, so you know she was trying to get me to come inside. I was like no, I can't come inside. And then like <laughs> she was talking about. Dane Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Trimborn, and in this podcast, find the connection in the weird experiences that we all share. Listen to new episodes on Tuesdays wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, friends. In this week's episode, I'm chatting with the mayor of Conshohocken, Yaniv Aronson. Listen to his weird and interesting neighbor stories. Find out what he saw when he was campaigning for office. Welcome, Yaniv. Thank you. It's um, awesome to be here. We've like followed each other on social media for a while. I know. I was just waiting for an invite. I know so, you were. Uh, so yeah. my apologies that it's been so late. <laughs> awesome to be here. Happy to have you on. Um, before we get into the episode, just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from. And all that jazz. Yeah, so Yanni uh, Varenson, as you said, I um, I'm the mayor here in Conshohocken. I'm just starting my sixth year, which is crazy. Um, I grew up in the area. I grew up in Bluebell. Graduated with Hick in high school. Um, I taught at. Um, uh, I, I got into the film industry. Lived in LA. Made some like films and documentaries, which was awesome. Um, and then just really missed the East Coast and um, started teaching for the Philadelphia School District. So I built like a film program at Northeast High School um, and then uh, eventually got hired at um, our community college, Montgomery County Community College. Uh, so I teach film and video there. Um, cool. So between teaching film and being a mayor, it's not not a bad life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you said you missed the East Coast. Uh, couldn't have been the weather, though. The weather the was pretty awesome out yeah. there. Yes, yeah. yes. But I did miss, like, you know, snow yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. The Eagles, you know. Oh, yeah. So All sports. Much. Yeah, sports. football uh, <laughs> in the morning is weird. Yeah, yeah. Very weird, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Never got used to the that. time. Yep. Interesting. All right. Um, let's do some quick, fun, weird questions to get to know you a little yes. bit better. Uh, so what's the most quirkiest thing that you do? So um, when when I was teaching, uh, you know, I'd never been a teacher before. I was I was a film person and, and was used to being like a creative kind of guy. Um, but I realized being a teacher, I needed to open up my students. Like we're making films. It's it's not like in English or math class, mm-hmm. right? Like I really right. need the creativity. So one of the ways that I got them to open up and, and sort of take away the shield is by having this cat theme to everything in class. So I love it already. Um, so I will show you pictures. My my door was just covered in cats, cat like meme pictures. <laughs> um, it said meow and like cat heads. We would have like a daily cat on the on the whiteboard asking Get questions. Um, so it was really cool. Um, and, and I had a lot of fun with it. And some kids totally bought into it. And some kids were just like, man, that's just weird. Cat guy, Aronson. And like never understood <laughs> what, what the deal was. Um, but like even the questions would be like, you know, 
um, Mittens the cat is using this kind of camera and, and you know, whatever, and oh talking about God. the focus or shutter speed or whatever we were studying. That's so, so great. So it was really fun, and it hasn't quite caught on in the same way with the, the college kids, but um, Interesting. I had okay. so much fun doing that for my yeah. high school kids, and I was definitely like the cat guy teacher. I, I would have kids fighting to draw the cat of the day on the board. Wow. It got really intense, yeah. Very engaged with the cat. Right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Gotta fun. make it fun, so... Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, let's get right into all of your quirky. neighbor, yeah, quirky yeah. neighbor stories from top to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it all. Yeah. Um, so when I um, moved back from, um, so I was in Los Angeles, and then I came back here, and then I moved to um, Boston for my master's in film. Okay. Um, and coming back to Philadelphia. Like, all of my friends by that time were, like, married and had kids, right? So I really didn't have a friend group. So I did what you do. Uh, I got, like, an apartment in Maniunk. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had, like, four roommates. And nice. we were just in this this apartment on Gay Street. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. And we partied. And I'd have to still wake up at 5 to, to go to school. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes, being young. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we... Um, we would have parties. We had like parties when like a hurricane would come through and, and that was cool. Or if we lost power, we'd have a party. So it's like awesome. Um, but <laughs> one time I um, I went to my parents for the weekend and I came back and stuff was just gone out of my room. And just, was it just your room? Yes. Like it was just my room. Like my computer, like <gasps> um, stuff on that computer I will never see again. It was just gone. Oh, um, no. And, and like I found out that they were just, my, my roommates were just bringing people over, just that they had, you know, met in Maniunk or whatever and, and just partying with them. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I learned a lot from that. Like um, even when we have like the cleaner over now, right? Yeah. Um, I put all my stuff away, like just, just out of sight, out of mind. Um, 100%. Yeah. But I remember getting back to my room and like looking like, didn't I have my computer on my desk? And it's like, oh, maybe I put it in my closet. No. Just gone. Yeah. It's like, gone. you know, like, especially those larger items, like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember that white HP, you know, oh. I was still my, my PC face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, uh, that I learned a lot from that. And then um, I moved to um, Northern Liberties, okay. which was super cool. Um, and we were above um, um, the Piazza. El Camino, right El across Camino. from the um, right across from the uh, Piazza, which is really okay. fun. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and that was like a little more tame. I was actually the only guy in apartment. All my roommates were, were female. Um, so um, so it actually ended up being really cool. It was like the yeah. cleanest apartment I'd ever lived in for sure. <laughs> Um, so not a lot of drama there. I can't think of any. I guess we were getting older by that point. Yeah. Um, but then I moved to Conchhocken. I had actually, I had friends, um, from Bluebell that sort of migrated to Conchhocken by that point. Okay. And I moved into the Grand. Um, and it was a really social apartment complex. So we had like horror movie nights and we'd have people over. We'd have like New Year's parties and all this fun stuff. Um, but... The interesting thing was one night um, during the polar vortex, right? Uh-huh. It was like z- minus zero. And um, I woke up, um, you know, I wake up super early to, to go to the high school. And it was like five in the morning, probably like minus 10 or something. Oh, my God. And I heard water trickling. 
And I was like, what? Like, is it raining? Like, like where am I cold. hearing this from? And if it was snow, I'd know about it because I'd be excited to not go to school. Um, and, and I sort of like woke up and just kind of like looked around and I couldn't see anything. And I went into, I was like following the sound. I went onto the balcony and the Grand has their water heaters outside. Okay. Like in a closet. Okay. Yeah. And gotcha. you're supposed to turn the heat on. In the winter, that's one of the things you do as, yeah. a, as a resident. And I noticed that there was water like trickling down from the closet above us. My gosh. So um, what had ended up happening is their water heater had blown in the super cold. For, they didn't have their heater on or whatever. Um, and I had to run to school. So like I went upstairs, I knocked on the neighbor above, mm-hmm. couldn't get an answer, had to go to school, right? So um, I'm driving to school and I'm calling my roommates to let them know what's happening. Um, and what happened was their their water heater had blown and it gotten much worse since I left and wow. it flooded out my entire master bedroom um, and it became like a construction zone for oh like weeks God. until it was completely renovated. Was your computer in there? <laughs> no, no computer. We were good on that. But like um, we had these giant like dehumidifiers running 24-7. Oh, yeah. And it was like you like have to. The most annoying thing. Oh my gosh. So do you know like what what their response was? Like the 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 neighbors above? I th- like did they have like no yeah, idea? Like, like they didn't know. Um and everything like was cool, like yeah. you know, it worked out. It was just like really a huge inconvenience. Um and and it was fine. Like we you know, they got the room renovated and, yeah. and insurance took care of it and all that. But but it was a it was a bummer. And they um I think like the deductible on a water heater is like ten grand or something. Oh, wow. So they I'm sure had to pay for that. And for ours, because ours got flooded out, so we didn't have hot water. So I was going to friends and other buildings and using their showers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. Did it also affect um any neighbors on either side of you? I so or- not so interestingly, not either side, but below, because the oh, water was trickling just down, like, yep. like a domino yep. effect. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, geez. Yeah. And I guess how long then did it get resolved? So pretty quick. It was within yeah. a few weeks. I know some other folks um, in the complex that had had similar things or other things happen, and it got like litigious and that stopped everything in its tracks because it was like, who's going to be responsible and all that. Right. And that could drag on for months and months and months. Mm-hmm. So, so we were lucky on that, that we okay. didn't have to deal with that. Um, but yeah, that's probably one of like the most like, like impactful neighbor stories yeah. that I can think of like a direct oh. impact. Yeah. I know. And even, you know, outside of being in the grand, you know, I live in a row, row home, and yeah. I always, like, nervous. Like, you just never know what yeah. could happen on either yeah. side of you, you know? Yep. But. Yeah, we, um, like, we just bought a place on 12th Ave, and before we moved there, we were in um, an apartment on 4th Avenue. Okay. And, um, like, the walls were, like, paper thin. Oh. So, like, we could hear, like, our apartment, we had a two-bedroom, so it kind of spanned yeah. a few different apartments on the floor above us, which were all singles. Okay. So we could hear different apartments doing different things as you walk through the apartment. Oh, wow. So to the point where we could hear hardcore sex going on. Oh, my god! In our living room, because I guess there's a bedroom above there. Like, we could hear Actually. literally everything. Um, and then, like... <laughs> um, and then um, they actually got married and had a kid. So oh, well, it worked out, yeah. 
Um, and then, um, like in our bedroom was above, I guess our neighbor's kitchen. So we could hear them partying at like two, three in the morning. Oh, wow. So yeah. So that was, so eventually Sarah was like, yeah, we got to get out. Yeah. We got to get a place and get out. Um, and now currently we, we do have, um, an attached neighbor, but, um, the, the worst they do is, um, the husband is um like a musician oh. so we'll hear him playing his like mandolin which is yeah. awesome it's like yeah. so cool and like he'll ask he's like oh do i bother you playing the man i'm like no dude it's so cool keep playing and he does it in the afternoons which oh, is awesome yeah. um and like they play like awesome 80s rock they have a pool actually oh cool so when they party on the weekends it's like it's, it's actually like the best possible yeah, neighbor yeah. interaction yeah i know i'll say here so um matt my fiance he as a music producer on the side outside oh of his real wow. job. Um, and so like our neighbors, um, you know, they can definitely like hear him play, but they don't like complain. At yeah. least not to us. The, the one time though, like he had someone over, um, to record and it was, um, he was just singing. Mm-hmm. And then my neighbor texts me she's like, who is singing? They're so good. You know? So I, I was cracking that. up and I'm like, I'm so that. sorry. It's so loud. I know. But it was like, you know, during the day, like on yes, a Saturday, yes, you know, yes, not 100%. like, you know, after midnight. That's cool. I, think. I love yeah. that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So totally with you on the, yeah. Yeah. Musician part. Yeah. Um, wow. So anything else um i guess that comes to mind for any other conchi or okay let's take a quick break for a limited time only you'll have free access to my coffee page no not actual coffee this is a place for all exclusive content that won't be on my instagram or facebook accounts Check out sneak peeks, behind the scenes, extra audio clips, and much more. Just have a tap on my link tree, look out for that coffee cup icon, and boom, you'll be on your way. Um, and being a mayor in a small town, like we are a very small town, um, like you don't get this position unless you door knock and you get to know people. Mm-hmm. There's not like... I'm not going to have a TV campaign, right? Right. Um, That'd be kind of cool. It'd be awesome, but it wouldn't do anything because, like, no one's going to vote for you unless they know you. Um, So, you know, I've really gotten to know folks running for this office and to the point where they know me in my face and, you know, I feel comfortable talking to me. So it's, like, the joke between me and my wife Sarah is that, like, every time we go out, we're going to have someone interact with us in some fashion, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, who are we going to see today? All the time. Like, never, like, without fail. (laughs) So, um, so like the most like real story I can give you is we, um, like we were going to Weiss. We, we tend to be like later kind of people. So we're okay. probably going at like eight o'clock at night and, you know, we're doing our shopping and we're in like the bread aisle. And of course we see someone, um, Sarah has photographic memory, so she knows everything about everyone. Wow. It's crazy. I love that. Um, I don't know anything. I don't um, know anything. So they're like, Mayor, oh, Mayor. <laughs> And they call me over and they're like, you know, um, <laughs> you know, we do have the stray cat problem on Maple and, you know, what are you going to do about it and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my God. Yes. Like, okay. I'm just trying to grocery <laughs> yes, shop. Yes. But like, I mean, it's, it's but, a very regular like post office. Sure. Picking stuff up from, you know, takeout or whatever around town. Like that, like we're always going to run into someone and have some kind of conversation mm-hmm. without fail. So mm-hmm. like going to see Lily. 
we're gonna run into three or four people that want right. to talk about something yeah. uh, in Kanchakan. So, so that's one of the cool things. And um, and like being a mayor, like you talk to Adrian, who's a council person. Mm-hmm. Council like does all the heavy lifting on stuff. The mayor gets to just kind of do the fun stuff. Yeah, I do the weddings and I swear people in. I do <laughs> events. So, so it's kind of nice that like um, I don't have to get sort of in the weeds of the politics. Sure. I can sort of have those interactions and say, well, mm-hmm. you know. Let's talk to your council person or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but so much of what what this position is is just interacting with neighbors, mm-hmm. like like in real time. Um, I just had office hours um, at the community center, and someone came in today that lives on Hector, and the issue was that um, um, the borough put flower pots in along Hector, um, and the thought was mm-hmm. to narrow the road so people slow down. Okay. So like, there's this whole new school of thought that when you narrow roads, it slows people down, which 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 the data seems to support. But the problem is unintended consequences. Um, they lose a parking spot in a really dense part of town. Yeah. So I said that is a great point, right? Yeah. So you know, so that's we'll talk to the council person. We'll talk to you know right. our administration and figure something out. But um, but so much of it is those like little tiny interactions and yeah. quality of life issues. Because I remember, so when I first lived here in 2014, I lived on East Hector mm-hmm. on the 300 block. And there, I think there were still trees there before yeah. they put in yes. enormous like potted plants, yes. right? Yes. And I can't remember. Yeah, it's just like, I was like, wait a second i'm like what's going on I'm like what are they doing yeah and um we thought it was dumb because mm-hmm. it took away the parking spot and yeah. of how busy it, yeah. it is you know and thankfully it's not like me and young where like nope. you absolutely like, cannot ever find a parking spot yep. Yep. um you know east sector was pretty good in that sense but it was still like oh okay we you know <laughs> it's um you have so all these like elected positions are are essentially volunteer, right? So I get thirty one hundred dollars a year or something mm-hmm. for for everything, um, and I think council might get less. Yeah. Um, really, what I've learned is we're kind of managing the professionals, like we're kind of like the eyes and ears for the residents to, mm-hmm. to manage what the professionals are doing. So, um, so I think the idea was great. Like, of course, we want to slow down traffic in a dense part of town where a lot of people walk around, but you know. The consequence was the parking's gone, right? right? And that's maybe a bigger deal to quality of life for residents. Yeah. Um, even even on the stray cat thing, like you think that'd be a very simple solution. I could say, oh my god, of course, we'll we'll get on that, right? It ended up taking me five years to to weed through and find a solution to that. Wow. Was there anything you know that happened when you were campaigning? office yeah uh, so this is like the most dramatic story oh my um, God. Uh, so <laughs> like this is before i was mayor so like re-election was really cool because okay. i could door knock and i could say hey it's the mayor and, right that's like an yeah. easy conversation but before i was mayor like i'm just some guy right right I'm just knocking your door like hey, i'm running for mayor it's a much tougher weirder sort of situation mm-hmm. but um but generally everyone's cool and, and they want to talk to you or um or they don't whatever um, but I remember very specifically, like, um, when you campaign, like I still had, I was still, still a teacher. Um, yeah. uh, I would either door knock after school. Right. So like three, four five, um, the rule is you can door knock until sundown, um, and, or on weekends. 
And on this day, um, I was on West 6th Ave. Okay. And I was just kind of doing my thing. And I'm already like, like I was, in, I was in high school. You're already like exhausted. So like not only am I waking up at like 5. Right. But I'm being a teacher for, for seven periods and then coming and campaigning. So I'm like yeah. exhausted. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and, and I knocked on this door and this woman was just completely wasted drunk. Completely wasted. Um, and I'm like trying to like find a way to like kind of sneak away. But it's like really hard. And then like there's this other side of you like, like is she okay? Right. Like, right. Um, so, you know, she was trying to get me to come inside. I was like, no, I'm going to come inside. And then like <laughs> she was talking about like her, her son passed away. And like oh, it kind of went down this other weird oh, alley. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I did end up, um, I was friendly with the, the council person there. I didn't want to like... Like if it was now, um, I probably would have called our one of our police officers because I right like yeah. it's a scary thing to like call the police yeah. right. Um, and now I know that so much of what they do is just this very routine interaction for mm-hmm. situations like that. But at the time, I called the council person and I just kind of said, "Hey, do you know this person? Like they may need some yeah some kind of assistance." Yeah, because you know you don't want to leave there either, and like yeah. uh, maybe I should have yeah. called you know yeah. so yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's very interesting. So that was like one of the weird ones. Um, there's how, also... I was going to ask, yeah, how old was this woman? Like, probably like 50s. In her 50s. Yeah, okay. yeah. How uh, did she open the door? Um, I guess I can't remember specifically. Yeah. I remember her just like being... Like, well, hello. Like outside. Like you could tell immediately like something okay. was, was off. And then I remember just like being in the yard and like I was trying to like back away. Yeah. She was kind of following me into like the sidewalk. Oh, geez, yeah. And again, like, I was just a regular, I wasn't elected at all at that right, point. I was right. just, like, a regular, you know, guy. And, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh. Um, different from, like, re-election, like, I, I saw someone clearly mentally disturbed um, who was, like, waving around, like, an umbrella, like, really violently and sort of shouting on the street. Oh, wow. Um, and by that point, I had already been mayor for four years, so I, I knew I could call the police right. and say, hey, look, you know, there's someone acting a little erratic. And yeah. They came down, and they talked to him, and they got him back in his his, his apartment, and it was, like it wasn't a big deal. But, wow. um, yeah, it's just, yeah. like, one of those small-town things. Oh, very yeah. interesting. Huh. Well, who knows how many other weird interesting stories have yet to come that's a great point yeah, <laughs> yeah just not knock on doors you'll, you'll run into yeah <laughs> some interesting situations oh my gosh well um thank you so much for coming on my pleasure and sharing yeah. all these wonderful stories Absolutely. and maybe not maybe wonderful isn't like really the best word but you know small town stuff small town stuff honestly yeah yeah i think the big like joke is always like country really is like a small town yeah like everyone knows everything everyone knows what's going on yeah it's really interesting keep conchy quirky exactly yes um so where can people if they want to get in touch with you yeah. where can they find you what would be the best way oh my gosh any platform you want um so at Eneve Aronson on facebook at Eneve Aronson mayor of Conchahawken on facebook um at Eneve Aronson on Instagram. 
um, at Conchimare yeah. on Snapchat, at Conchimare on TikTok. Oh my um, goodness. Website is Um And the great thing about the website is if you scroll to the bottom and you click on subscribe to my newsletter, you get like a full rundown of all the craziness happening in town okay. and um, a calendar of events that are coming up. So, so please subscribe. It's been... Um, like of all the crazy mayor stuff I do, like the newsletter is probably the most effective way to reach people and, okay. and engaging. So, so, so definitely subscribe and be yeah. in touch. Like I wake up probably every morning to some kind of. It's usually not an email. It's usually some sort of social media message. Yeah. Like, like mayor, is it, it's, it's going to rain on on Halloween? Is it canceled? Are we moving it to Saturday? And I'm like I can't cancel Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is Halloween. That's it. Um, so yeah. That's so great. any any way you want to reach out to to get. Conchie stuff, just feel free. Thank you so much. For sure. Um, well, I hope everyone found connection here and in Eve's neighbor stories. And we'll catch everyone next week. See ya. All right, my friends. Thanks for listening. And be sure to listen to new episodes on your preferred platform. Stay up to date with my podcast by going to my Instagram or Facebook accounts at The Baked Dane Podcast. Interested in being a guest? Just go to my link tree, tap on be a guest, and fill out the form. All right, catch you next week.